This is the Individual Matters podcast and video series. I'm Andrew Caton, and I'm here with my wife and co-host, Dr. Katrina Caton, licensed clinical psychologist. Hello, everyone. Today, we're talking about ways to help your students set and achieve goals. Specifically, we'll discuss SMART goals, what they are, why they're effective, and how to create them. Let's begin with a real-life example that illustrates how this works. Okay, so the example today is a middle school student, and it's that time of year where everyone's kind of talking about colleges down the road and high school programs and all of that. And this student's goal is to get into a specific school after high school. So again, it's a middle school student wanting to go to a specific university or college after high school. And as part of that process, we're going to look at a SMART goal. So the student comes in to work with me and is having excitement and anxiety and all of that all at once about this particular school that they're really set on. A lot of people are familiar with SMART goals are used in business and really in lots of different aspects of life. Um, But just to go through the acronym so everybody's on the same page, S-M-A-R-T, the S stands for specific, meaning not too broad, not too general, not too big, not too ambiguous. The M is measurable, meaning that it can be objectively evaluated as having been achieved or not. You can actually check it off and, and say, yes, we either did this or we did not do this. The A generally means achievable or attainable, meaning that it can actually be accomplished. And it's important to point out that all these letters overlap and they don't necessarily go in order. So one criterion affects another criterion. The R represents relevant. And this generally means, is the goal important to the individual? Um, If you're working on somebody else's goal or if it doesn't really apply to a longer uh, objective that you have or a, a bigger objective, then it's probably not relevant. And then the T stands for time, time bound, Um, time constrained, uh, time stamp, however you want to think about that. It just means when is the goal supposed to be accomplished or finished? Excellent. So let's talk about this idea of wanting to get into a specific school. We'll run it down through the letters and see if it passes the test for a SMART goal. So the first letter is S, specific. Um, Also thinking about it as specific and small. So it's not too big, not too general. And right away, we can see that this idea of I want to get into this college four or five years from now is probably not specific and small enough. Yeah, if you're in middle school and you're thinking about five, six years down the road, it's great to have a goal and a big goal that you're shooting for. But if you're working with this student to help them get to that goal, when it's five, six years out, that's a long time. And especially for younger students, it actually seems like a a much larger span of time than it does when we get older. So if it's too far out and it's too big, it may be a great uh, goal to shoot for. But if you're not really sure what those first steps are that that need to be taken to get there, then it's you can't really move on it very easily. Exactly. So it hasn't passed the test. It's not really a smart goal at this time in this point for this student. The other thing about it is I like the word you use objective earlier and getting into a good school. That's maybe an overarching objective here, but it's not going to be our smart goal. So we need to take this and start distilling it down. The other thing I would say about it is there's not action identified at this point. I want to get into this school, so I'm just going to wait six years and see if it happens. There's no action to take. And the other piece of it is whether you get in or not, 
ultimately not may not be up to you. So what we want to do is find some goals that are within your control. They're relevant now. They're smaller, and they allow you to take specific action that can be marked as done or not done. Uh, the college board may or may not accept the student into their university. There's really nothing that the student can do to control that. They can only put all the pieces in place to make that likelihood um, as great and as optimal as they can. So you're talking about steps or actions that they can take and that they can take right now to start moving towards that goal. That's right. So when we say measurable, which is the M, what we're really looking at is, can I measure my action? Did my action occur or not occur? That's what I'm going to measure. An objective or an outcome may be a little less measurable in terms of my action, even though that's ultimately what I'm going for. So let's take a look at how we could take this big goal and start working it down to something that um, the student can find success with and in a short amount of time. Yeah, so how did that conversation go? Was the student able to understand why that goal may be too big or general or far out? Absolutely, and we were able to even tie it to why there was so much anxiety around something that should be so exciting, and that was because it was so big, it was overwhelming. So the conversation starts with, okay, well, what's it going to take to get into a school like that or to up your chances of having choice when you go to choose a school? And the big, the big thing that came out was grades and academic performance in middle school and high school. So ultimately, the student came up with a goal of turning in all of his work for fourth quarter on time. So that was ultimately the goal that he felt like uh, he wanted to focus on and let's run it through the SMART goals and see if it passes the SMART test. So specific and small enough, that's the S. Turn in all of my work on time for fourth quarter. Is it specific and small? We're at the end of third quarter, we're going into fourth quarter. Seems pretty reasonable, it's specific and small. The next letter is M. Is it measurable? Absolutely measurable. Either all work is turned in on time or it's not. So it's very clear. It's also measurable because it's his action. So we didn't set a goal that says I'm going to get all A's. That is based on your action as a student, but there are other variables that could play into whether or not. So again, that would be sort of an objective or a hope or a goal that's overarching. But the specific action is turning in that work on time, every time for fourth quarter. And just to clarify or to emphasize every time. So it's not the goal isn't I'm going to turn more of my work in or I'm going to turn in most of my work or do a better job in school overall, because those aren't really measurable. Those are that's that really fuzzy sort of unclear expectation or, or end so to say I'm going to turn in all my work, you can actually, at the end of that quarter, you can look back and say yes or no, either all the work was turned in or it wasn't. Exactly. And we're not going to use words like I'm going to try to turn my work in or I'm going to shoot for getting work turned in on time. It's very specific and measurable and based on that student's action. The next letter is A. Is it attainable? Can the student achieve this? Absolutely. For this particular student, absolutely. For some students, that might be too much. It might be too long or um, they may need a little bit of a smaller goal to attain it. But for this particular student, absolutely. 
it was attainable for him. And you can adjust those other letters if it's not attainable. Maybe the time frame is too big or too small or it's not relevant or it's not measurable or whatever. And that's, again, how all these letters overlap. Yeah, like one student might need to pick one class to really focus on. Or you may even need to get an organizational system in place. Lots of different things. Here, this was definitely attainable. And did the student understand, and it, I know this may be an obvious answer to this question, but how this is relevant to the, the broader or longer-term goal? Absolutely. So that brings us to the R in SMART. And it was highly motivating for this student to have something measurable and attainable and specific that he could do that got him closer to this idea of going to this specific school. So it was highly relevant. Had we set this goal at the beginning of the year before College Talk had started, I don't know. I don't know if he would have been as motivated. It was relevant to him because he has his sights set on something that's going to, he felt ultimately would make him proud, make his parents proud, make his school proud. So absolutely relevant. And you used the term earlier, actionable, meaning there is a clear action or behavior that the individual can implement right away. He or she knows exactly what needs to be done and how to move forward rather than trying to bite off a five, six, seven-year goal and not knowing where or how to start first. Right. So he knows what he's doing, he knows how he's doing it, and now he knows why he's doing it. So that's the S-M-A-R, and T is the final letter, and this is the time frame or the due date. At what time will we go back and measure whether or not this happened? And in this case, we have a very clear time frame, fourth quarter, and we have a final time stamp that's that last day of school. So the student was able to take a big, admirable, but very long-term objective and whittle that down to a shorter-term SMART goal that's actionable, that can actually be achieved. They can feel the sense of victory within the next few weeks rather than putting the reward so far out that, you know, it's easy to lose sight of it when it's, you know, the, the, the end game is or the finish line is years and years away. That's right. And then the last piece that's um, not in the letters, S-M-A-R-T, but was really important in this case is we checked in weekly. So each week we checked in for the SMART goal. So is all your work turned in this week on time for every class? Yes. Next week, same thing. So we are continually marking, reviewing, and measuring as we went along. I feel like if we had not done that, we might have lost the momentum or we might have lost a couple weeks, which then would mean it wasn't a, the goal was not reached. So that ongoing accountability check-in and measuring in small chunks got us to this point. So hopefully we'll check in one more time this week and fingers crossed we've, we've made our goal. Yeah, that's really important to provide the accountability. You can't just set the SMART goal and then say, have at it. We'll see you at the finish line and see whether you met it or not. The accountability, and also for every individual, they're going to have to chunk this goal in a way that allows them to take smaller action steps to get there. How long is a quarter, roughly? Was it uh, six, eight weeks? Yeah, I think it's about six, eight weeks. I know when we work with executive function clients, six weeks is a an ideal amount of time to set that SMART goal because it allows the individual to put into practice some of these different action items or steps to reach their goal. 
but it's not so far out like a call getting into a college or or you know graduating high school or something like that when you're in middle school it's not so far out that you can actually experience that satisfaction or achievement or victory sooner and it reinforces everything that you've been doing over those six weeks Absolutely. And I think in this case, we had um, a time frame that had a start date and an end date that were already in place. So we didn't have to come up with those. And for someone with executive functioning, start dates and deadlines are essential, particularly for this student. So we started um, the goal we set it the week before fourth quarter started. And then it's sort of like when a race starts. The day the fourth quarter started, we're on the clock and then we check in that last day. And so it was nice that it kind of had its own framework for that time frame. Yeah. And there's tons of ideas about little things you can do along the way toward your smart goal to measure progress or mark off progress, uh, different ways to get organized. And we'll do some other podcasts around those in the future, but I just want to circle back um, before we sign off here to your point at the beginning of this podcast, you mentioned that the student was, feeling a lot of anxiety about this really great goal, but really, really big goal. After you went through the SMART goal setting process with the student, did you notice the anxiety go down? Was there um, that sense of, okay, I got this. I, f- I feel like this is within my this is within my power to, to achieve. I think part of that is when we talk about something like mindfulness or being in the moment, being in fourth quarter is being much more present than being four or five years down the line. And we know anxiety is future. So when you're living in the future, you're living in anxiety. And so by bringing it back to that present moment, this present time um, was really, so I think it's twofold. One, I've got action. I know what I'm doing and I know what I can do. And two, now I'm in the present moment. I'm not so far out. Great. So SMART goals, you can go through the different letters and those all offer fantastic criterion for making good goals. And then uh, with a lot of students, it, it actually turns out that the goals are just too big or too far off for them to achieve. Anything else you want to add? I just want to say, don't forget to celebrate. So when you hit that SMART goal, what are you going to do to celebrate? And deciding that maybe earlier on, and um, that's the most important part. Don't forget to celebrate. It really is. It's interesting how many students find that to be a very difficult process. So I always say you need to figure out a way to celebrate this at the end. If you've reached your goal, you gotta, you gotta have that victory lap. So that's important to, to keep in mind. And it's all in the end, it's all about fun and, and making yourself a, a better version of yourself anyway. So that celebration is key. That's it from us today. As always, you can find more information as well as resources on our website, individualmatters.org. We hope you'll join us at the next podcast where we continue to learn about learning and share ways to help your student and yourself live a more positive and fulfilling life. 